You're listening to DraftKings Network. Good morning, Mikey A. Good morning, Billy Gill. Billy, how you feeling today, man? I'm all right. <coughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Liar. Jesus. I'm okay. Whatever you have, you just gave it to me through, <laughs> through my computer. I mean, I feel better, believe it or not. I was told by someone uh, like yesterday or the day before, they just go, you sound like shit. I was like, thanks. That's nice. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> well, I said that to you. <laughs> but I was told by multiple people, I guess. Yeah. What's going on with you, though? Like, I don't seriously? know. I've been sick for like six months. I think I'm... I mean, the doctor said I'm not dying, so that's good. Uh, anyway, what are we doing What are we today? doing today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's God bless football, but it's not. So, so God bless stupidity? I mean, what is this? God bless whatever this is. All right. Mike, you good with that? God bless whatever this is. <laughs> God bless it. We're going to have uh, Mojo on. We're going to have Chris Gronkowski on. We, I don't know where, <laughs> I don't know where job is. We can't find him. Uh, K-Funk's going to join us. The big payoff, Gordy Gronkowski. Wow. How about that? Gord is finally going to join the show. How do you guys feel about it? Are you excited for Gord? Are we planning the bachelor party today? We are planning uh, Mojo's bachelor party today. Yes, I'm wow. very excited about that. So we'll be doing that. <laughs> I don't know what else we'll discuss with those guys, but we'll figure it out. Plus, we are going to have not one, but two Golics. How about that? A couple of Golics cutting it up. Where do you want to go first here, Bill? Let's go to the Golics. You want to go to the Golics yeah. first? Wow, you seem way more excited for Mojo. Yet we go to the Golics first. Let's go to uh, let's go to Mike Golick Sr. and Mike Golick Jr. Mike Golick Jr. fresh off a Darius Rucker concert. You sound like concert last night. Yeah, no, I feel like concert last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, oh, yeah. You look like concert last night. And by the way, Billy, you sound like concert last I know, night. Too. I know. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what is that laugh? Can you just yeah. do that? <laughs> Jesus. Your dad and I were talking yesterday, Gojo, and we said you're in that weird age where you're not quite not going to concerts, you're still going but you're not quite recovering as fast as you were, oh, say, yeah. five years ago. So you look like you're hurting this morning. Yeah, I'm gonna, and that's the shame of it is now I have to do the math every time I go to something like this. Yes. I am just completely sacrificing today. I'm probably sacrificing part of tomorrow. Thankfully, <laughs> that doesn't really matter right now in my world. But the thing I couldn't imagine, Mikey, is the thought of a small person that I was in charge of coming yeah. in and then dictating when my morning starts because that's where my friends are at now where if I go out with them the next morning they are woken up by four-year-olds who do not give a shit that they were at a concert yeah that that's the biggest thing when you yeah. have kids and and you got you go out is you pay the price the next day boy Mike you do you do sound like shit luckily you have a room full of just adults there one you always the good thing is you always have, have a designated driver when you go out with Jenny now since she's pregnant she can't she can't drink 
That is true. Pregnant friends are That's a great a asset. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jr., by the way, this is where I was at in my life when we were doing weekend observations together. Okay? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Just right. going around to dead shows. You've arrived at that stage finally. Now you know how it feels, okay, my friend? And Mike, tell him it only gets worse with age, okay? <laughs> only gets worse, man. Let me tell you, when, when I would first go do college games when you guys were young, I mean, this is in the, in the early 90s, you guys were younger and doing your stuff. Our college games, that's, that was with Bill Curry and Dave Barnett, Michelle Tafoya. And we would go out after after the games or the night before. And we'd, you know, we'd obviously chat, have a good time, but have some drinks. And times I'd come home feeling like crap. And, and your mother was like, listen, go do, go do your thing. Have fun. But understand, when you come back here, your three kids don't give a shit. You know, that you were out partying <laughs> right. and I was just with them all weekend. So you got to come ready to, you know, ready to parent. And there is, there's that realization of, okay, not only am I not being fair to the kids, I'm not being fair to her. And you, you, you sober up pretty quickly from that. <laughs> yes. You're on their clock. Mike. Yes. Yes. The kids <laughs> don't care. Neither does your wife. No, 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 no absolutely. No, no, no. Your wife will, your, your wife. I mean, are you kidding me, Mike? She will drive that dagger in. Like I yeah. used to go home late or early in the morning. Right. And she would wake up and be like, the kids are all yours today. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And you know what? They have every oh. right to do that. Cause we go do our, you know, do our own thing. And, yeah, it doesn't end. And let me tell you what else, Stu. It doesn't end financially, so get ready, my friend. Especially with a daughter. Two of them, Mike. You got Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I got yeah. one. That's what my wife keeps saying. You're only paying for one. I said, but she spends like three. So, Yeah, you're, go you're going through it right now, man. This wedding's going to be the end of you. Jeez. Let me tell you. At least that's a good point, Barry White. Yeah. yeah, you are. You, it would be the time for Mike God, to was the end of him. Song. I mean, good lord. God bless football. <laughs> don't stop talking like that, please. I don't it's, think he can. No, I, right now, right now, this is all I've got, to God. This is it. This is it. I mean, this is. Uh, listen, you were better when you didn't show up to a weekend observation show, okay? <laughs> Was, I laid there this morning looking at my yeah. phone going, you know what? Maybe it's time for the repeat. Maybe it, maybe this is the one. No. Billy's shaking his head no. What's I wish you would have shown up every weekend like this. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like every everything hurts, guys. How was everything the concert, Mike? Like, where, it? like... It was a great. It was a great show. It was in Boston. Uh, sorry to Darius. make you talk, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say really. <laughs> we're really going back to old times now. Violent hangovers and Stu just throwing me the ball. <laughs> oh wait, I'm gonna throw you the ball a lot. You'll see in a minute. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, isn't he doing? He's doing smaller arenas, isn't he, Mike? Like theaters. yeah, he's always wanted to do like theaters. They're doing a theater tour. I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a nice little bit of Sinatra he mixes in for that reason. It was. A little more intimate venue, and uh, again, he is basically this voice, but full time and much better. So yeah, yeah, his voice like that awesome. sounds good. Yeah. Where's Darius? Uh, that's a good question. He's on a. <laughs> I think he's actually on a bus to New York right now, which oh, sucks is. because it is snowy as shit out here. Yeah, really? you got him on a Thursday night. That's the one thing about the small venues. He, he'll they'll do like three a weekend now. So Thursday night's the first night. So they kind of crescendo up you know to to sure. how hard they're gonna hit it 
depending on who's there. Dar- it seems Dar- Darius likes to hang with my kids more than he likes to hang with me, so I'm mm. sure he had a good time. We did. Um, yeah. Well, Mike, that's interesting. First off, Mike, you want to give him a call? I mean, <laughs> he's on a bus, not a plane. So, I, I mean, I'm Mike Golick Jr., not Mike Golick Sr. We'll get to him in a minute in his oh, role. Oh, God. Next, okay? <laughs> yeah. Mike, feel free. Man. You want to send to the Mikey A, we'll do the job for you. We know you're tired. No, I can text him. Oh, did, there you, we go. did you get yeah. to hang out with him after the concert? Were you on, sta- yeah, right. were you on stage? Like, what was happening here? Uh, we were we were in the like the side stage setup. We hung out with him after for a little bit there and just kind of checked in since it had been a while. We hadn't seen him in probably like a, a year or so, maybe more. So it was. Uh, and, yeah. you know, and, you know, we, we, we know the, the rest of the band, too. So it's always fun to hang out with all those guys, you know, as well. Yes. Uh, Mike, well, your eyes are barely open. I mean, uh, yeah. I, it's, listen, there's a little bit, a little bit of everything last night. All right. <laughs> oh boy, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I already started this morning. That's see, that's that's the problem too. When you do the the whole like after show vibe room deal is. Right. You normally like you just front load all the drinking on the way into the concert. We went to dinner before, do all that stuff. But after it becomes this expectation that you're going to ramp it back up again because now these guys are off the clock and they're ready right. to go. And yeah. so doubling up and starting, you know, my second round of drinking or really never stopping during the show. Mm-hmm. It's just it's. I, I heard my brother puking this morning. Like, it's, nice. just, it's not a great time. Yeah, I what heard there was a check-in on Jake to see if he's breathing moment this morning. <laughs> Billy's gonna sure it wasn't Jenny? <laughs> was he? He was, yes. yes yeah, no, yeah, we've, we've confirmed. Jake's yeah, no. alive. Definitely, definitely all, party, all parties involved are alive. Jake was... Jake was a lot better than I. Jake was a lot better than I was overall. I was I was consistently on my worst behavior. Uh, Mikey A, if you had to guess, the last time Golick Jr. took a sip of alcohol, what time was it? Okay. Ooh. <laughs> wow, oh, man. Oh, oh man. It, it would we be go around the room. Right? I mean, feel free. It, it would be today, right? It would have been a yeah. bit after midnight. Uh, it yes, uh, it was definitely. It was today, not yesterday, yeah. Mike. <laughs> yeah. I'm going s- over under six hours. Six hours ago. Ooh, ooh. Um, Six hours ago, over under. I'm gonna go slightly, well, slightly over on on six hours ago. I'm gonna go. I, I I'm gonna hit the over. Well, you on know. Yeah. 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 Well, first, first off, I don't totally know. Like, I just looked down <laughs> on my wrist and found random sauce. So, ooh, I don't lick know. it, lick it. What yeah. is it? Ah. Uh, that's not sauce. I love, I love you so much. What is it? I think it's I think it's like dried Nashville hot sauce. We went wow. to like a, na, this place Nash Bar that opened across the street from the concert venue. Had a couple of apps before, and I think I went a little too hard in the paint. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> you, it's wow. Still good the second day. <laughs> wow. You save some for later? <laughs> I, I, apparently. That was great foresight by Drunk Mike. A little gift. He's got to check his other wrist. <laughs> Yeah, I want to say three in the morning was the last sip of alcohol. Is that fair? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little under on that only because I went back and checked my last sent text messages were at like one eleven. So yeah. <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah, no, which and also a great sign. There was only one of them, which is good because if you and I'm not, you know, that's the one thing you need to grow out of in your 30s, fellas, is casting that broad late night net. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
I'm surprised you didn't send it to me, Billy, and uh, and Mikey. Hey, tell us to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> Again, that text was in the drafts. <laughs> Michael Senior, I want to ask you a question because yeah. I am wondering. We were talking about kids earlier, and you know it's interesting because you're right. Your kids need you and you love it. And I always tell people, slow the hell down, take your time. You're gonna miss this stuff, right? Have you adjusted or will I ever adjust to the fact I was telling Billy right before you guys came on, my kids are of the age where they don't need me. They don't want to hang out with me. They are right. approaching their final spring break for high school and they don't want me and, and mom around. They want to go out on their own. They want to go to the Bahamas right, without right. us. Right. Will I ever get used to that, Mike? Um, yeah, because they're always, you know what, kids are like boomerangs, they're always going to come back. You know, this is right now a phase which they all go through and they want to do their own thing. Right. You know, and, uh, and, but, but they'll always need something from you or have conversation with you. So it will come back. So enjoy the time you have with Abby now because, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, like I said, they'll be back, whether back in your house living again or, or back in my wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That yeah. I don't think that ends. So, yeah, they're always going to be there. But obviously, they want to fly themselves. Obviously, early on, they think they can fly by themselves, but they can't. But right. they, you know, they think they're they're at that know it all stage. Like you guys, you know, parents, you guys don't know shit. You're old, <laughs> you know. And then they realize, oh, maybe you guys knew what you were talking about a little bit. Unless Mike doesn't even think that now. Who right. knows? Yeah. Um, so you know, there was there was one point uh, during high school where Jake told me to step off. <laughs> you know, when I was, when I was that was the actual line, yeah, too, which yeah. made it great. You yeah. don't say that to your dad. Oh yeah, he did. But like, he did. But like the best part you is you don't like, say that to anybody. Yeah, now, you, right. I mean, you say it to people, but certainly not your dad. No, but like <laughs> normally you tell him to like fuck off or like yeah. go to hell or something like that. Step off was such like a random slight. It was you step off, man? I was like, oh, oh, I, I fucking did. He, has he done step? Step off to the streets yet? Yeah, like, were you in the city that Footloose was done in or something? I, I have I have not heard that line again from him since. So no, that, that was it. He broke out into a musical number shortly thereafter. Step off! You want me to dance all over your face? Is that what you want? Step it's, off! Your boy's a or a shark. It's a but, step off. But but they will come back to you, Stu. They will. Yeah. Uh, they'll need you again. All right. Has, right. Have I have your daughters told you to step off at all, Stu? Uh, no, no, but I feel one coming, Mike. Like, oh, there's no doubt when they're together, so one will be like, "Isn't Dad a f idiot?" Yeah, he is. You know, there's no doubt. There's that talk. They used to be glued to like my every word. Like, yeah. you know, I had all this wisdom, and now they just oh. roll their eyes. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it fun? Well, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. Da Dad, like your audience. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, yeah. <laughs> hey, they at least watch the show now, Stu guys. <laughs> What's that? They hate the show. I mean, right. <laughs> but at the end of the right. day, no. But Mike, we were on ESPN, and for years, so we, you know, we started doing our show live on YouTube, uh, one day a week and now two days a week. And my daughter said to me, "Finally, you're on a station that we watch." <laughs> I was like, oh my what? god. <laughs> I was wow. on the worldwide leader in sports for nine years. They didn't see a show. Stu, guys, I, I got humbled in, in this way pretty quickly the other night. Uh, one of my friends is teaching a class on um, digital journalism and, like, new age media at Quinnipiac. 
And so me and one of uh, my other friends who's currently working at ESPN still went over there to speak to the class the other night. And at one point we had to realize kind of the way you always kind of have to explain and give context to shit on radio. We were going through and talking about Scott Van Pelt and like some of the sports center anchors. And we had to stop and go, you guys all know who Scott Van Pelt is, right? And we're like, how many of you don't? And like eight kids raised their hand, yeah, yeah. had no idea who <laughs> Scott Van Pelt was. That name meant it's nothing to them. I crazy. was floored. Yeah. And then even more so after the class, I got a DM because apparently you don't give out your email anymore after class. I was like, you know, if anyone has any questions they didn't want to ask in class and they're like, can you just write your Instagram handle on the board? And some <laughs> kid DM'd me after I shit you not. So I talked during the class about, you know, like my journey to ESPN, doing things with dad there, some of dad's broadcast career, all these different things. And this kid, DM, I, I feel I feel bad. I won't say his name on all this mikey c but it, <laughs> uh, yeah mikey c yeah. couldn't get mikey into c. <laughs> what do you say mike <laughs> but he said he goes i just wanted to say hi and let you know my dad's a huge fan he literally says you're the man and you were a part of one of the best defenses when you were with the eagles i'm like you know what oh. if that's not a good reminder <laughs> <laughs> of everything i don't know what is wow, you i didn't have the, the heart i didn't have the heart to break it to him i was like yeah reggie and jerome were great dudes Missed oh, them every day. that's a compliment for you michael Senior. yeah yeah it is how about it somebody watched I, even, I did the rant during the class about how shitty it is that dad's hairlines never moved once in 30 years i've been alive and mine retreated rapidly at like 27. Wait, you had like a stand-up bit going when you were doing this speech? Oh, yeah, man. I was rocking and rolling in there. <laughs> hey, Stu, I'll, Cut every now and then. Stu, I'll end it on this. Whenever you feel like, oh, God, these kids, you know, they're growing. Just play Trace Atkins. You're going to miss this, and that'll bring you back to reality. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that that you want, you know, you know these moments. <laughs> You're going to miss back. this. You're going You're to want this back. That's it, man. You're going to wish man. these days. We have a uh, a bunch of questions for the two of you, okay? It's it's go Joe or go so, okay? So just uh, just bear with us. Uh, we're just gonna listen. I'm gonna ask the question. Mikey A is gonna hit a sounder, and one of the two of you has to answer after that, okay? Um, is now, the sounder supposed to dictate which one of us answers? Yeah, you're gonna have, have a go so. The reason we're doing this, we do have a go, so I will play it for you in just a second here, okay? Uh, you're going to have to pay attention, and Mikey A and I came up with this idea uh, because we figured Mike Golick, well, Mike Golick Sr. is old, and Mike Golick oh. Jr. is hungover. And so this seems like the perfect opportunity to get, you, to get your wires crossed, okay? Wow. Wow. And okay. I just want to say about the Sounders, oh, if you I mean, love you them, I worked good. really hard on it, and if you don't love them, I have COVID. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mikey A to Mikey C. How about that? How about that? So, so Mike, I'm sorry for, for calling you old. Okay, I apologize. Because you look great. You look better than I do, to be honest with you. Oh, f*** off. You already called me old. You know, you called me old and Mike hung over. One of those things doesn't go away. And that's the thing you called me. That only gets worse. Shit, at 32, it doesn't feel like this hangover goes away ever. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah I get in there, champ. I mean, oh. Just look, looking out at the ocean, wanting to walk right into it. It's 15 degrees outside. 
Is it ice? <laughs> uh, you know what? There's one way to find out, and I'm very close to being willing I, to do so. I would pay you good money to go jump into the ocean right now. I'd let you leave the proceedings here and go jump into the ocean if you want. It's your uh, way out, Mike. Hey, you know what? Again, at some point, if you see me just get up and leave, you know where I've gone. All right. Uh, I do want to discuss something with you guys before we get to it, but do you want to hear the ghost sound, Mike Golo Jr.? <laughs> I do. Okay. Um... Mikey A, play it for Go. So. What the <laughs> f***? Wow. So, I have so COVID. You, <laughs> so you didn't ditch that voice. Got it. No, wow. not at all. They get worse. That was the best one. Oh, please God, yes. <laughs> Why would you start with the best one? No, no, no. Just let's let, let's slowly descend into madness now. What else you got? That, that, yeah, there yeah, you, you go. Play one more for him. Just give him another sample. <laughs> go. Joe. Billy likes them. Oh I think Billy is impressed. Because you don't know until the end which one it's You don't going. know. You don't, you don't know who's getting it. Got the yeah. same voice all the way through. That's well done. The, the pregnant a... pause after the first <laughs> boom is it's good. That pause gets bigger. Mike, I wanted to ask you before Gojo and Goso. Okay? Yeah. Troy Aikman and the rumors that he may be headed to the Monday Night Football booth at ESPN. Just the mere fact that these jobs are paying so much that guys like McVay and Peyton can use them as actual leverage against NFL teams is insane. And Tony Romo's making, I don't know, $10 million and something like that. But Dan and I have talked about this for many, many years. I don't really care who's calling the game. I go to the games because I want to watch the football game. And I don't care if you guys are calling it, if Billy's calling it, if Troy Aikman is calling it. It doesn't matter to me. And so I'm wondering, why do you think these networks are offering so much money for these top analysts? It's it's crazy, Mike. It's such a great market for them. Well, first off, Romo's making 17 and a half, not 10. Jesus. Yeah. So... Uh, Listen, I think the same thing. You know, let's just pick Monday Night Football at ESPN. The ratings were up this year. So it will be interesting to see the difference if Troy – and if they're they're talking about trading for for Buck as well to to make the Monday Night booth at ESPN, Buck and Aikman, you know, what it is. So to me, I'm kind of with you. People watch Monday Night Football. People tune in to the games to watch the game. So – but hey, I'd love more. Uh, this is nothing against those guys getting the money. Grab all you can. If they're going to pay it to you, take it. I'd love to be one of those guys getting the money. But I can honestly say, even before I got into this business, it didn't matter to me who was calling the game. Now, I was excited as a kid to hear Howard Coatsell do the halftime you know, uh, highlights before I had to go to bed. All you kids, Google it, okay? I mean, because they're going to be like, what? I mean, it was cool, <laughs> but it's still, if Howard wasn't there, I still would have watched the games. This is, a, and this goes way back, Stu. I mean, I, I, uh, all my, especially the early years at ESPN when, when, when all the football shows we had, jobs start opening up, you know, the talk is, hey, we're maybe thinking of putting you up here. Or there was a couple other guys I work with, like Sean Salisbury and Merrill Hodge. Hey, we're thinking of moving you guys to this, moving you guys to that. And at first you'd get excited, and then they would bring in the next guy that retired who was going to be a Hall of Famer. And they'd, they'd hit you at that line a couple years later to where I just started saying, no, you're not. You're going to go for the biggest name out there. And they're like, no, we don't do that. I'm like, bullshit, you don't do that. That's exactly what you do is you go for the big name, and then you hope that they can do well. Like Romo was was 
gold. So now it's like, okay, find who's that. And the market gets pushed up for it. Again, more power to these guys. Grab all you can get. But And I don't know internally, does it help more sales if it's an Aikman or if it's another Hall of Famer? That's what I don't know. All I look at is the rating. So we'll wait and see. Will the ratings, if in fact Troy does Monday Night Football, will they be substantially bigger than what, you know, uh, uh, Levy and, and Greasy and Riddick no. and I know that, And I know they were up last year. So th- th- it has to be somewhere, right? Because you keep thinking they're doing this for a reason. But then again, maybe we're giving the heads of these places too much credit. I, right. I don't know. It just seems like got to have that, got to have that Hall of Famer, got to have that Super. And they're good. They're good at what they do. Right. But but is, does, is the return on investment there? That's what I do I, not know. I have no idea. I know that if given the choice, I would rather do that than actually be an NFL coach. I can tell you that much. It doesn't yeah. seem nearly yeah. taxing. Yes. Okay? Yeah, how about um, it? And so I'd rather do that. Like, Mike, what do you make of this? This is crazy. $17.5 million for Romo, and he doesn't have to feel the pain on Mondays. Like- well, I, I think it's interesting, too, the the reported money like in that range uh, coming here for Aikman and Buck, potentially, when you've already announced at the Super Bowl that you re-upped the Manning cast. Like, Right. Yeah. You've yeah. got this thing splitting time and splitting some of your viewership. Now, again, not everyone was going over to that. A lot of that was, you know, just I think the appeal of that. I think that's what some of this is like you're buying like you're buying the legitimacy that comes along with having that booth. You're buying the likability of the Mannings like the Q rating on that thing was through the roof. Almost everybody had something positive to say about the Manning cast. So that was just a bunch of people talking nicely about ESPN and something new that they'd made. And now. Um, I think uh, Kevin Clark from the Ringer might have said this, like, you know, you or no, uh, no, no, shoot. It was you guys. I'll give you guys the credit for that. I think it was witty um, that said, you know, you've done something well when other people are already trying to do the imitation versions of that. And whether it's Sunday Night Baseball with ESPN that was reportedly going to try that with A-Rod or whatever, like. If you've already got copycats, you're probably doing something pretty well. So the fact they're willing to spend on top of that's pretty wild. And and maybe maybe they can get more advertising money. I don't know. I don't know if the advertisers say, well, we're just going by the ratings, or if you say, hey, now we have these Hall of Famers who are, I I, I you you would gotta believe they're making up for it somewhere, but. I don't think it'll be the ratings. I don't expect, what were they getting, 11s, 10s, and 11s for Monday Night Football? Do we expect them to get 13s and 14s now? I I don't think that's going to happen, but I wonder if there's another way they're making more money because they're sure shit spending way more money uh, for for the booth. So you, you would think that has to make up somewhere unless we're just giving them too much credit. Well, and I mean, they're always kind of worried about Riddick taking a GM job like... This feel maybe this feels like to them like, hey, we can set this and forget it for a while now, like because we know they've been tinkering with this thing nonstop, and it sucks because a lot of this has felt unfair to you know Lewis and Levy and Greasy and those guys and the way that this has always got talked about. But this might be something now where they go, all right, we know Troy and Buck ain't going anywhere if we bring these guys over. And and I guess how long though too? I mean, Troy's Troy's like a couple years younger than me, so you always wonder why not build your own talent up? It's like. We, they have all this talent at places, and then you go elsewhere to get your top your, your top gun. Right. You know, instead of instead of maybe building what you have and putting someone in there for the next twenty years, 
you know, as opposed to raiding somebody else's cupboard to get your to get your top talent. I don't, I don't there, know. There is something to having the familiar voices, the biggest voices on the biggest games. I understand that. I get it. But I'm telling you, Chiefs Bills, for example, if no one was calling that yeah, game, I would have watched that it. game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know what kind of di- of, of a difference that those guys tend to make. I really don't. It, it'll be in, it. it'd be interesting how much this decision's made with the thought in mind that now ABC and ESPN have two Super Bowls in the next decade. Good point. Right. I think yeah. the first one is if, if they sign Troy to a five-year deal, the first one's the last year of that, I believe. Yes. And yeah. Fox, Fox has two in the next three years, and they wouldn't have their right. top team. I think the new one – I mean, I would be all for, man, just bump Greg Ol- Olson up, right? I mean, oh, I, I think – Greg, Ol- Greg Olson and Adam Amin. Fox, I don't know if you're taking programming uh, yeah, advice from me good. right now. Yeah. But I mean, let, that, that's just right. let that one yeah. go. I know yeah. Olsen has just started this, but he's excellent. And Adam Amin, I'm with you, Mike, is phenomenal. You got that young group. That's your group for the next 20 years, you know, and you did it right from within, you know, and, and you're ready to go. Uh, I know Billy's wheel, uh, wheelhouse. I know it well. I've been working with him for many, many years. Uh, he perked up at a trade for Joe Buck. <laughs> oh, I love, a good, I, yeah. I love a good broadcaster trade. Well, listen, they're also talking about maybe uh, Fox or, or Amazon trading for Drew Brees. Wow. From, from NBC. I mean, it's, it's what's going on now. And, and, and I will repeat. Get all you can, guys. Listen, it's not like these guys we're talking about didn't make a shitload of money anyway. But, hell, if someone's going to pay it, go ahead and get it. So uh, this is nothing on the, these announcers that we're talking about as we're trying to figure out how you how you get your return on investment. Man, grab it if they're going to give it. And that's exactly what these guys are doing. It is, it, is, it is time for that. Wasn't Al Michaels traded for a cartoon character once? Yes. Yes, yes he was. Yes, yep, he was. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Billy, if you had to just give people back to Fox, right? Like an ESPN Fox trade. Yeah. <laughs> give Joe Buck, okay? Would you give up? Like, I, I hate Wait, can, oh, can we wow. put can we put Disney characters on the dais for this? Because I want <laughs> Billy to have the option to trade Joe Buck for one of the animated yes. characters. And now I'm in Mikey A's wheelhouse okay <laughs> like he is all about this <laughs> so this is like the nba trade right. machine we're trying Who to put in people yeah to fit see what makes like the equal value yeah what equal value yes. why don't you trade him for some sort of nft mm-hmm. i want to trade for actual anchors though i mean oh, like oh that's what you want to do you want to move <laughs> yeah. you want to move people i'm oh. wondering like if if steve levy uh brian greasy uh, they were to go to Fox and a, and a and a and an announcer, a broadcaster to be named later. Okay, <laughs> those a Pixar character to be named later. Exactly for Joe Buck, if that's equal value. I, I don't know. I have no. I have no idea. And Levy's doing hockey now because he loves hockey. So when it's back at ESPN, so yeah, that would, he would he would hate to leave that. What Pixar the, the character are we talks. are we talking here? Like Ham. From Toy Story or like a bigger profile? No, you got to go bigger than that. You got to yeah, go. Buck, you got to go bigger than Billy, that. Billy, I was thinking this because obviously I don't know if you want to reach back into the vault and plug any of like the OG Disney princesses out. But what if we go something a little bit newer here? Frozen's been real hot in the streets. There's still potential for maybe a third one there. Uh-huh. And so you give them one of the fr- like maybe just Elsa from that one you toss an elsa no no. i think you need to go to something new like encanto or something like that and get someone with high upside moana Mm. moana (laughs) moana wait all right is that the rock 
The rock's yeah. in Moana. Oh, you keep the, the rock. Character? You keep the rock. You keep you keep Maui. <laughs> so you so you, you give him, him his own franchise if you're Disney, mm. and then you just gotta wait and see if Fox can fumble the bag with Moana yes. now. Mm. You give him a princess. It's big. What if it's what if we give him? It. <laughs> no, see. This is what we need to do is we need to do it like the Wentz trade where right. depending on yes. what kind of games you give Levy and Greasy and right. how much run that they get, if they do 70% of the big games, now it upgrades from Moana to maybe one of the Untouchables. Maybe you get like Woody from Toy Story if they play that certain amount. But if they're wow. below that playing time threshold, That's then we're going to give it. you Slinky. Yeah, Slinky. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all day. I know you could. <laughs> I'd create a draft chart. Oh, but that's it. And the guy who had the best draft chart, quite honestly, was Jimmy Johnson. Had a point value to everything. When he did a draft one year for ESPN, we were mesmerized by his, by the way he does stuff. And it obviously worked. I would love him to do it for this and put a point value on Slinky and Woody and, and <laughs> Moana and see see where the trade value would be. That would be awesome. I'm certain somewhere you have Jimmy Johnson's number if you want to give him a call, Mike. I mean, <laughs> I guarantee I do not have that in here. Oh, we do. Okay. Oh, okay. There you go. We'll give it to you and you call him, okay? Okay, that works. We're going to do that next week. We want to go through your Rolodex because yeah. you're terrible with numbers, okay? Cool. And, cool. and we want to play a game called Keep It or Delete It. All okay. right? Okay. All right, so we'll do it next week. How does that but We work? have to – Billy wants <laughs> – I don't know. You asshole. keep it or you delete it. <laughs> Take an inhale, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm not, not you, Mike, not you. You did enough of that. Don't the worry. Reason, the reason don't I'm worry. not doing it this week is because I don't think Mike Golick Jr. has much time left. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Stu Gatz doesn't mean on this podcast. He means on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a tea time. <laughs> there it is. There All it right. is. Mikey A., are we ready for Gojo or Goso? Sadly, yes. Okay. Uh, guys, I've been saying for weeks that DeMar DeRozan should be the NBA MVP. Had another big game against the Hawks last night. 15 of 21, 37 points, playing at a ridiculous level, but doesn't play the style of today's NBA players. What do I mean by that? He shoots a lot of mid-range jumpers. Uh, should DeMar DeRozan be the NBA MVP? <laughs> Go, Joe. Wow. Oh, wow. Ah, there we go. All right. Listen. Yeah. Sit, <laughs> sit the hell down, Dad. I was really hoping you were going to get the first rattle out of the box. <laughs> Step off. We're going to roll with this one anyway. Uh, Stu Gatz, I actually do not believe that's the case. I am firmly in the Joel Embiid camp. I think he's been knocking on the door for a while. I think he's got that requisite inertia you need rolling into this. He has been the best player on a team that, at last look right now is third in the Eastern Conference. I know they are behind the Bulls in that yeah. regard, but we know what the Sixers have been dealing with. We know what that situation's looked like with Ben Simmons that now recently got resolved. And in the midst of all this, going back to last postseason, has been a Joel Embiid so good it made Daryl Morey question what the hell he was doing. <laughs> Man, you are not rusty at all. You know how to play this 
game go, Joe? What happened? I blacked out. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. We are am back. I, am I supposed to answer to or No. Oh, okay. No. Ah! No. You wait right. your turn, old man. Let's go to a handshake line. Jawan Howard has been suspended the entire year as the University of Michigan head coach for doing something we've all wanted to do at some point, punch Wisconsin basketball right in the face. I mean, ah! no one wants them in their final four. Should we abolish handshake lines? Go. So. All right. <laughs> Billy loves this. <laughs> I love it. Should we abolish handshake lines? Yes. Hell no. We are the quickest knee-jerk reaction society in the f world. It's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Someone punched someone. Let's not do that handshake line anymore. I love Tom. He didn't punch him. He mushed him. I, a mush punch. I agree with you. It was a mush. It was not a punch. No no chance it was a punch. And I love how it's suspended for the rest of the season. There's five more games in the regular season. He got suspended <laughs> for five games. Um, that, that is a ridiculous thought. And I thought Tom Izzo's, pre uh, what he did in his presser was phenomenal. Uh, saying this, even if the other team didn't come down the handshake line, they would walk down and fake handshake everybody. We're, we're a knee-jerk reaction. It's, oh, my God, this happened. Get rid of it. I mean, my God. I mean, for one incident like that, which I still put blame on both of them. Everybody, Thank you. And when I did that, everyone's like, oh, you're crazy. It was Juwan Howard. Listen, Howard was wrong for what he did, without question. But Wisconsin, I, you know, he was wrong as well. Is it God, right, the, the head coach's name? Yeah, uh, Greg Gard. Yeah, Gard, yeah. Yeah, I mean, plus at the end of the game, I love how Jawan Howard saying we didn't press, and there's a still shot of him pressing. And there's actual – see, this is what happens. Shit comes back to haunt you. Someone pulled back the play-by-play -play of a Michigan game where they were up by like 18, there were 52 seconds left, and he called a timeout. He called a timeout, which is one of the things he ripped guard for, for calling the timeout. And guard gave his reason. My backups weren't ready for the press. And, it, you know, they sounded like children, both of them, doing this. And then John Howard acted like a child in that, in that line. So to answer the question, no. Let those two guys try to act like friggin' adults like they should and do not touch the handshake line. Gojo, I'll take it one step further and defend Juwan Howard as a coach who has been through many a handshake lines, okay? <laughs> Which I have, okay? Yeah. The last thing you want after a tough defeat, okay? After, like, Mike, you're already in a bad mood. You are. Your team's lost. They're not playing to their potential. You know, there was a bad timeout. Fine. He's upset with Greg Gard. The last, and Juwan Howard, if you look back at the film, he was ready to shake his hand and just keep it moving and get out of Dodge, okay? No, 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 no. Stu, you're wrong. He no. was not. He oh, tried not. to stop no. himself. No, no, no. no. He, he, he did. Wait a minute. Mike, you back me up on this. He did not reach his hand out. Guard had his hand out. Instead, he reached up to his mask, pulled the mask out, and he said, I, I believe it was, I'm going to remember this or something like that. He did uh, not put his hand out what? to shake Guard's hand. So you, but, but you can't say, so what? Because you said he could have, should have just shook his hand. He didn't. Guard had his He's hand out. He's entitled to say that after a tough, and, after a tough and, loss. And that's fine. But understand, put his hands on guard. Understand when he said that he started that particular situation. Hey, do me a favor. You beat me, okay? You beat me bad. I'm embarrassed. Don't put your hands on me, Greg Guard. Get the then, hell out of here. Then don't say you don't want it. You don't want the situation yeah. to escalate. Don't say anything. Shake his hand. Bite your lip and move on, but he didn't. <laughs>
Wait, I want to know. Stugatz, I want to know what the worst thing you've said to an opposing coach name. Oh, God, because I know you've said something. Because you've been thrown out of tournaments. Yeah. I mean, we didn't lose for two years. I mean, I'll tell you that. Or to a ref. Yeah. Oh, God. I told the ref she had a Napoleon complex. I mean, how old was she? She was 12 year olds. By the way, as a quick kick out of the tournament. I said this already to you, Stuart. Right. As a quick aside, and I and I didn't do this when my kids were playing. Yeah. Certainly not in high school, let alone at college. While I was nowhere near it, do not say a friggin' word in the stands, Stu. You cannot go watch your daughter play lacrosse at Northwestern, one right. of the great colleges around the country in lacrosse. Yes. You've got to keep your mouth shut. Impossible. I'll do my best. Impossible. <laughs> I'll do my no best. chance. Well, oh, Mike, you you come, to- Mike, Mike, will you come to some of the games with me and you just yell yes. what I want yelled again? No. What? No, I, I, will, I, will, I will put a muzzle on you. I would just yes. tell everybody, I got him. I got him. I'll take care of him. All right, Gojo <laughs> is in. Gojo will take I'm the a, job. I'm, a, I'm all in to be your shit. <laughs> Stugat, what, have you figured out what kind of parent you want to be because oh, I have an I have an idea for you. So right. okay. the Kavanaugh brothers at Notre Dame, the first family of Notre Dame lacrosse, unbelievable. Their dad is notorious for walking around over on the hill at Notre Dame's lacrosse stadium, and he just paces back and forth and walks up and down the sideline, <laughs> and yeah. it's super intimidating. I feel like you need to do that, but with a heater in your mouth the entire time. Like <laughs> it just needs to be you crushing darts, walking up and down the field menacingly during these games. Don't pick you up on broadcast. It'll be great. Right, just pacing up and down. Like, there's a little road right next to the lake there. Just pace up and down the lake, smoking yes. eaters. Okay, done. Here's, I want you looking like an old-school English Premier League manager. Only if you're yes, there with me screaming at the referees, okay? But, but <laughs> Mike, I, Mike I, don't, I don't know if you knew this, Mike, but one thing you better not do, while he was coaching, Mike, he would hold have a lacrosse stick in his hand All while he was coaching. Do not be a parent, uh, uh, wa- you know, Fan. Oh man, I'm gonna have eye black on. <laughs> oh, God. gonna have cleats. Oh no, ready to go. A jersey. My daughter's gonna be so embarrassed. Oh my Looking God, like Braveheart. Oh, gonna be showing her split dodge technique from the sideline. Wow. Remember what we practiced. You had me as Braveheart. I had me as the uh, Latimer in the program. So. Oh yeah, there you go. You're, you're going to give your daughter like buzzwords. When you hear me say this, it means this. You know, one hundred percent. Already working on him. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's going it, to. Stu God, you're like you're like my grandpa. So my mom's dad, when we were at t- little league baseball games, used to sit in the stands. Yeah. And he would tell us before games, he'd have signs. Yeah. He goes, if I do it like this, it means hit it into the woods. And I'm like, Papa, listen, like if I get hit into the woods every time, I would try to hit it in the woods every time. And you look over and sure shit in the middle of little league games. He's hitting you a one of these yeah. and then i go like, up there and strike out because i sucked at baseball and like, <laughs> wait grandpa thought you could do it on command that's yeah, <laughs> how he operated yeah. so hit, yeah. hit him in the trees also now that i think of it that was the only symbol i remember so it's <laughs> the only one he gave yeah that is amazing uh all right we lost track here yeah. uh t- sorry for fighting about handshake lines tom brady will win more academy awards than meryl streep Go so hard, Gojo. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what the hell mean? is that? <laughs> you thought I was going left, I went right. 
Got to keep you on your toes, baby. I heard so. Who so, goes? So I can't. Who goes on that? It, we both got it, mentioned. It's no. It's go so hard, Gojo. Oh. Me again. I am going. Yeah. There's a comma in there. Yeah. I just got it. it. This let's is where the old. Again. This is where the old hurts me. Well, All right. Go time. ahead. Go so hard, Gojo. Okay. Get it now. <laughs> Next level. <laughs> It's, it's an uncomfortable it combination of words. <laughs> Stupid. It's a really uncomfortable combination of words. You really just let it sit for a while. I go just, so hard, Gojo. Hard. Yeah, I, yeah. Depending on where you put the comma, mm -hmm. yeah, it becomes a very different conversation. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. There's a comma. Recording that alone in my office was fun. Yeah, I can only imagine. You've got COVID, so it makes sense. Um, Who goes? Uh, I think I think I go, and I was I was only stammering because I was trying to remember what the question actually was. Again, I just asked I if Tom Brady was going to win more Academy Awards than Meryl Streep. That's all. Do you think Tom Brady's going to be a good actor? That's all. How many How many Academy Awards does Meryl Streep have? Ooh. I think two or three. Yeah, yeah. overrated. That's, yeah. Oh wow. wow, she's like Terrible three for night. twenty-one or something. Oh, yeah. I love her. No, I mean, Mike. I mean, come on, three for twenty-one. If she was yeah. better, she'd have you know ten for twenty-one. Uh, I don't know. I love her. I'm big fan. Let's, Go ahead. This Jordan is would have Joe. twenty-one for twenty-one. You know, exactly. Yeah, that is true. Jordan, Jordan never got to the Academy Awards and lost, which That's right yeah. feels like feels like what Brady's going to do. Yeah, I mean, hell, I'm not going to bet against this guy. Yes. Crazy. Right, if, just gonna, if, right. if he decides to do this, it is interesting too because Tom Brady, in a lot of ways, like we assume or kind of associate with the level of competitor of like a Kobe Bryant, who was also making that transition into doing like a lot of film related stuff and starting to get into that. So it is strange that he's kind of walking that similar road to what Kobe was going down post career. It is amazing. He went my era and even the era before me as far as Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, Meryl Streep, Rita Moreno. Oh, my God. I mean, I think it was Sally Field, right? Sally Field. Yes, Sally yeah. Field. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I had no idea Sally uh, Sally Field was still doing it. Like I, I, I'm, <laughs> it was, It's amazing when, when I heard. And, like and breathing, he some, I meant. He got some <laughs> real A-listers. And, yeah, they were A-listers. What happened, Billy? Breathing? I didn't. Did you know Sally Field was alive? I didn't know. I wasn't sure, to be honest with you. It is. I, I mean, I'm not sure now. Right. <laughs> if you asked me like two days ago before this announcement, hey, is Sally Field alive? It would have been a coin toss for me. Yeah, that's would have been I, will, I gotta look up. Yeah, I yeah. will say though, the thing about Brady that's interesting here is. I don't think at any point, and we do this a lot with like Hall of Fame discussions for quarterback, and any time were you the best at what you did or considered the best at your position in the league, Tom Brady has never once been considered the best quarterback actor while he was in the NFL. That right. was always a Manning. Right yep. now, yep. I would argue it's Baker Mayfield. So Tom Brady, while he's gotten better as the years have gone on just through sheer volume, you want to talk about a guy who's been a compiler when it comes to advertisements, that's probably been Brady, and he's gotten better through sheer reps but i don't think it was natural talent when it came to on-camera stuff for tom when it comes to comedic acting of and things like that that's always been a manning trait yeah right, i one, agree one more and we'll get you guys out of here okay uh would you draft lebron's son if it meant you get lebron one year for one year in his 40s go j -j 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 so oh wow I could feel that one coming. God, I mean. <laughs> 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 
So we could eat what? So that's what? That's three years from now, I believe. I believe it's I think it's two years from now, Mike. Well, two years that he's is it two years that he's draft eligible? The the thing yeah. about it is I would take LeBron because one thing LeBron said, money won't be a factor, so you can get him for cheap. And he, I'm sure he's still going to be like like Brady still plays great. But LeBron's still a great player, and he's a hell of a lot more healthier than AD is. It's, I mean, AD has lived up to exactly what AD's been with the Lakers, and that, that's hurt. But um, the, the bigger question is, are you going to – is is his kid going to be ready to play right out of high school? I mean, and it's going to – doesn't matter. You get LeBron, Mike. But, but the he's, thing about he's, the, he's currently the 43rd ranked prospect in his class right and, now. And, and we're still at the one year out of high school, right? So there's still that extra year, right, that he has to – because he's only he's going to be a junior, I think, correct? So yeah, he's going to be – He's going to be a junior, yeah. Then a senior, and then he's got a city. So that's, again, unless they change the rule, that's three years you'd have to wait. And then who said he's even going to be, you know, good enough to be drafted? So – you know, or maybe he signed somewhere as a free well, agent. Well, Mike, that's the point. Like, he's not good enough to be drafted in the first round, but would you do it just to get LeBron for a year? I wouldn't draft him in the first round if you could pick him up as an undrafted player if he's not good enough. If, if he's not a draftable guy, right? I, I, maybe the second round you can get away with it, but I would try and pick but him I, up. Just, just would, you, would you take a chance on him at all, bringing him up to your team yes. just to get LeBron? Just to get However LeBron. it looks. Yeah, yeah. Just I, to get LeBron. I, I would. Year, just though. to get 40-year-old LeBron for yeah. a year. Yeah. So Mike, because, it'd be like one of those established teams, like mid to late first round, because yeah. you're right. Like the team like the teams who are traditionally picking up top aren't yes. gonna do it. Think right. of the ancillary things. Think of the jersey sales and all the things that can go along with that, let alone having those two on the floor. So I would absolutely this, do it. This is this is why he was out there stroking Sam Presti's ego. Oklahoma yes. City. Yes. Enjoy your Jameses. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a place that desperately needs something to sell. <laughs> you know, the Knicks would do it in a heartbeat. I mean, oh, God. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Knicks would do it if he was 50. I mean, they don't, they don't give a shit. Uh, before we get out of here, guys, it's been fun. Uh, Mike, you need to go back to bed. Uh, junior, not senior. Yeah. Um, real quick, Arp Riles hired as offensive coordinator at, uh, at Grambling State, which uh, Hugh Jackson's the head coach there now. Uh, so confusing on so many levels. A, or Bryle should never coach again uh, based on what happened at Baylor with sexual assault al- uh, allegations that just sat there that he did nothing with, absolutely nothing with. He should never coach again. The stories are horrendous. And what he did uh, was equally as bad, or what he didn't do was equally as bad as the head coach and leader of that program and one of the leaders of the university at Baylor. Hugh Jackson, who inserted himself into the <laughs> to the Brian Flores yeah. Yeah. Uh, lawsuit, has no idea whether he tanked games or not, whether he was paid to tank games or not, has no idea. He decides, with all the candidates out there, the best candidate for me and this school, Grambling State, is Art Bryles. What the hell is going on, Mike Golick Sr.? Well, listen. Um, obviously, if he if he has no sanctions against him, he can be hired by anybody. I know he can, and Mike. But should I, there yeah. is no chance on God's green earth I would put that guy if I was running a school, a coach that I would have that guy. Is he that good a coach? To where I got to say, you know what? I'm going to forget all this other shit that went on, nope. and I'm going to bring him in. Sometimes you just have to have a line and just say, you know what? Here's a guy that's going to never be on my staff if I had a staff. And, and I'll say again, 
He obviously can be on the staff because Hugh, Jack Hugh Jackson hired him, and he's allowed to be. But for me, he would never, never coach my team, be around my team, have anything to do with my team. There are some people I just cross off a list and say they're not even on my radar, and he would be one of them. Among the many very shameful levels of all of this was the fact that, and whether it was intentional or not, at some point, they're going to have to answer for the fact that they sent out a trial balloon for this news while Russia was invading Ukraine. Like yes. the ultimate shysty, awful news dump. I, it's it's one of the most egregious I've ever seen. Because again, Terrible. either you did it purposely, which is just the height of shame that you are going to try to bury what you know. Like, I mean, shit, I got sent like a free rack of soda and i thought you know what i'm probably not going to post about this for the next couple of days because we've got some pretty serious shit going on in the world right now that's probably better served with our attention online like there needs to this was hiring a coach with all the things that you mentioned on his record that was the decision you were weighing potentially putting out here and you decide to float out some reports of that the night before and then make the signing the next day mm -hmm. make that official and give the interview to some local media outlet because you're afraid of again having this go anywhere else where you, and this is no offense to that local outlet here but you're not going somewhere where you fear really being challenged in the way you're going to have to address all this so either they did that intentionally or they lacked the awareness to not do it in that time if you were going to make the decision at all and all of it is just an absolute clown car of a way to handle this who sent you free soda oh uh spindrift Ooh, <laughs> really? Really? yeah they're saying man it's new uh, the, the new flavor is like blood orange it's pretty great oh boy. wow wow blood yeah i was i'm not job. i'm not quite orange. in the uh I'm not, yeah. <laughs> Did you say blue orange? <laughs> oh, no, it's it's blood orange tangerine. So good luck with that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not going to try it. Blangerine. Blanch wow. Excellent. Oh, oh good. Wow. well done. Blangerine. Nice. Yeah. Wow. What Sponsor happened to Darius podcast. Rucker? Uh <laughs> I'm sure Darius is, is uh, yeah, comfortably asleep as the bus is heading to his next stop. All right, Mike, go back to Betsy. Hey, sorry <laughs> oh in advance coming up, man. Come on. Yes, I'm sorry about that. Yes. Sorry in advance. The Golick Family Podcast. Please promote my apologies <laughs> we, to you, Mike Golick Sr. That's okay. We have one coming up about uh, the upcoming wedding and the classes that Ben and Sydney are going through right now, which, which is a bit of a hoot. And we're going to do a special one next week as well. Um, off that show, Love is Blind. Ooh. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know who of you. Oh, now that. you got Billy. <laughs> yeah. You can uh, get Billy with anything non-sports related. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Are you watching? So, uh, Sydney has watched it. Jenny has watched it. Um, so me and Chris have binged it so we could talk. I know oh. Mikey A watches it. Um, so I am basically just about all caught up on it. Oh. So we're going to, we'll have other things, but, but we're going to, we're going to be on love is love is blind a little bit as well. So a couple of, a couple of good pods coming. I out. cannot wait to hear your thoughts on Shayna. Shayna is, is just trying to drive that wedge so hard right now. into Shane and Natalie, it's just very divisive. This Shayna. very, very divisive. Yeah. Mike, have you not watched this? I have not. No, oh. I've been busy. You're I've been busy busy. with this season of The Bachelor going on still. I was right just going to say, busy? What are you talking about? You don't have a job. Exactly. Come on, man. I'm on. I just started watching Euphoria on HBO. Oh, my God. I don't. I was told not to watch that, Mike. I was yeah. told not to watch it. Really? Still got 
yeah. especially with you having like yeah. col- now college age daughters. Yeah. I am one episode in and yeah. I am terrified for like, don't go anywhere near that. Don't even watch clips of it. <laughs> oh, is okay. it bad? Yeah, Uh-oh. Mike, I'm not supposed to watch it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, Man. that means I'm watching it. By the way, did you say our podcast was a hoot? A hoot. What are you promoting this in the 40s? It was a hoot. <laughs> Google it, youngsters. Google a hoot. It's, no, don't don't Google it. Why would Google you say a hoot? That? No, a hoot. I'm here to educate the youth on the elderly. What? No, what? <laughs> educate that on like somewhere. Greg Cody's ears just perked up. You He's know like, what? Yeah. Here's the thing. Why do I have to learn the younger ways? Why can't some of the younger That's people right. learn some of the older Atta ways? Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Senior. Why can't we go both ways on this? Mm, right? Yes. It's not all about you. What? Are, what's the generation now? Well, what? are they called i don't even know what they are mm. gen z oh it's gen z okay yeah gen z learn a little bit about the baby boomers okay yeah hmm. boom i'm just saying i'm just saying we want we want their purchasing power and ad dollars so maybe get on tiktok <laughs> tiktok uh, can i start dancing I, all right i'm not even gonna start to go there i just yes two guys is a tea time I, I did. I, I clicked on TikTok a couple of times. I see a woman on there really? dancing in her closet. She spins around and she's in another outfit. And that's the end of TikTok. And Magic. it has 800,000 views. I'm like, what the f*** are we doing? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? We're dancing. Yet, yet I watched Making it. Money. How does yeah. she do I that? I would follow a TikTok. <laughs> I know. I would follow a TikTok that was just the moment Mike Golick Sr. signs on to any Zoom. And it's the close-up of his face with the glasses on. And he's still trying to look at it. I would follow that TikTok and watch it constantly. I'm going to make a TikTok, TikTok and just loop it. Loop that. <laughs> It was a real hoot today, guys. Say it like you mean yeah. it. <laughs> it was a real hoot, fellas. It was great catching up with you, boys. I'm going to go out and crank the lever in front of my car. Mike, you are embarrassing your son the way I'm going to embarrass my daughter at a horseless oh, carriage. Oh, God. <laughs> did, wow. you, did you see the news today, Billy? <laughs> extra, you know, extra. The All Hindenburg's right. gone down. I'll end on this then. You are so old. I never want to speak until we start recording and have everybody here because I feel like the second we get going, it's all doesn't good stop. Shit it that just we rolls. Yeah, man. Oh, yo, we got a new show. We got stupidity now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that what I'm seeing? It's you got this weekly show. Oh, is this still God Bless Football or did we, did we upgrade? Know. I don't know what this is. So there's only like <laughs> what, like 40 listeners to this one? Or Whoa, K-Funk. <laughs> wow. K-Funk. What's up, brother? There you go. What was that shot? You took it stupidity? I missed it. I want to hear it again. <laughs> you mother- <laughs> we weren't recording, you know? Is Gord still in the waiting room? I just admitted him. It says joining. Okay. I don't see him. No, I don't know what I don't know what's How going old on. is Gorge? He's uh. He see. doesn't act how old he is. I can tell you that. Yeah, I think he's thirty nine. You think? Hold on, I, I did use his ID my entire high uh, <laughs> career. So wait, so how old are you? I'm uh thirty five. Okay, so you <laughs> you use Gord's ID, fake ID, to get into bars and clubs and stuff? Yeah, no, yeah, it was his real ID, but um. Yeah, you yeah can go but it was your just... fake ID, Chris. Is oh, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. For sure. It was a real ID. It was real. Right, right. You're right. just you're just like a foot shorter, though, right? 
I mean, back then he wasn't that tall. So he claims he grew from uh, chugging a lot of beer in college. That'll do it. Yeah. Mojo, before Gord comes on, tell us what you love most about Gord, okay? Gordy is literally the (laughs) same guy now that I met over a decade ago. Gord (laughs) is probably the same guy now that he was in high school. (laughs) Gord is the most happy-go-lucky guy I know. Never in a bad mood, can go to the worst party I've ever seen that is miserable and turn it into a banger just with positivity. And he's been living the same life for literal decades, still doing it. And he can throw down better than anyone out there. Years ago, our group, we were dubbed by Busted Coverage Team JB which uh, when you break it down, I probably shouldn't say what it stands for. You can certainly Google this. There's language involved, but it's team. The B is for blaster and the J is for a certain liquid that is emitted during a certain romantic process. Hmm. If you're seeing where I'm going with this and we're just the party rock. I don't see. Oh, Juice. <laughs> Someone probably paid to have it pulled down is probably <laughs> But T- Gordy is Team Capitan of Team JB. He's been holding it down for us. So without any more buildup or further ado, on God Bless Football for the first time ever, introducing G-Money. Gordy Gronkowski! Yeah! Oh, baby! I want to get with you and take your picture. <laughs> what? Why are the Gronkowski's always <laughs> driving around in cars? <laughs> I mean, what is happening here? <laughs> with no service. Hey, that's because we're busy working. <laughs> K-Funk, you're no. not a Gronkowski. Look <laughs> at wireless over here, Can you too. actually hear me? Barely. <laughs> I'm only on this call for one reason. Why? It's the plan Mojo's bachelor party. That's right. Oh! All right, Gord. So let's Gord. Let's start with you. Tell us what you're thinking. What are you thinking for Mojo's bachelor party here? We're all very excited for him. What are you thinking? I think we have to go back to the original where it all started off at Las Vegas. I think I think we got to go there, right? Gord. By the way, have you congratulated Mojo yet? Like, or you just you just straight <laughs> on to the bachelor party uh, this is how i congratulated mojo i said um can you make sure that i'm your bachelor planner so that was <laughs> yeah. my congratulations to- okay so you're not really happy for mojo you're happy for yourself that you have a bachelor party to plan <laughs> essentially right <laughs> yes yeah. that would be a yes exactly okay. i'm so excited <laughs> is rob attending the bachelor party do we know yet do we have a commitment from rob gronkowski i mean we got a surprise for mojo i'm just not ready to break it yet wow Ooh. So why don't we agree on a location? Let's do this right here, right? Let's figure out where we want to go. You're saying Vegas, Mojo saying anywhere but Vegas. Like, what do we <laughs> And really, I'm not certain it should be Mojo's choice, right? It should be our choice, right, Gord? 
I agree. Where, where, what are you thinking, knowing Mojo? I mean, I don't want to say Vegas. It feels very cliche, and, and Mojo has already been on record as saying he doesn't want to go to Vegas. And, Gord, I can see like, your head, <laughs> your crest falling, Gord. Like, you're very upset by this. You had your eyes on Vegas, and I don't want to disappoint you. <laughs> I'm not certain. Who do I want to disappoint more, Mojo or Gord? And I don't know. Well, I, I got to say, I'm not opposed to Vegas. I don't remember what I said last week, but maybe I wasn't. Thinking right. clearly, I mean, Vegas is yep. where it all started. And I can tell yep. you, everyone does Vegas, but nobody does Vegas like us. I can promise you that. Uh, by if, the way, is Jabba attending the bachelor uh, party? Because <laughs> he's not in the Zoom. I mean, <laughs> I, I hope so. Because yeah. last party I went with Jabba, I never had so much fun with Sonny throws more dollar bills out at a pool than a strip club. Gordy, I have a question for you. We talked to Javon Curse a couple weeks ago, and he told us. <laughs> this is already going to be funny. He told us that you took him to a grocery store that had a club in the middle of it. This is a true story. Yeah, it's um, it's a real thing in Fort Myers. And, um, you know, I met Javon through a mutual friend. And it was a random weekday in Fort Myers. And, you know, my, my mom's not really the partier, you know, if you know her. But uh, my buddy's like, dude, let's go party on like a Tuesday. And I was like, all right, well, where are we going to go? He's like, dude, there's this sick club inside a grocery store. I said, I'm in immediately. I go, I, I need to experience this. So next thing you know, there's a 30-person uh, a stretched limo bus outside of my mom's house midday. I'm like, wait, what? Midday on a Tuesday? Like, this is going like that? I was like, I jump on. Next thing you know, we start stopping by all these bars and restaurants, pick up as many chicks as possible, fill the bus up, and then he goes, all right, the party's going to start. I'm going through like a, like a Whole Foods grocery store. I forgot the name of it. It looks just like Whole Foods. It has the same green coloring. When you go to the middle, you walk up the stairs, and it turns in, it's, it's a club that overlooks the grocery store. And all the chicks all taking like fruit. They're eating it. I'm like, how can this be a good idea that everyone's just ripping the food as they're going up to the club. <laughs> and I've never experienced anything like that in my entire life. It seems like a horrible business strategy for the, uh, for the grocery store. I, guess. Yeah. <laughs> I would think so, but maybe it yeah. does like everyone gets blacked out and gets some munchies and then they buy all the food or steal it all. <laughs> or steal it all. Right? That's my point. Chris, you, uh, that was very skillfully done, by the way, you dodged the question where I asked for a good story about Gord's. Yeah. 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 We got a lot uh, of Gord's already embarrassed he hasn't said a word yet gord <laughs> yeah, so gord lived with us in college um he, he came down and uh he was supposed to be uh, our mentor is what he said he was, gonna, uh, <laughs> he, I lived, was. he lived with Rob and I for uh <clears throat> you both got to the nfl all right that was my goal. Uh, that was my job <laughs> That's right. hey, gord. hey gordy i've never I, I know you originated the muscle chug and I'm a little under the weather today, but I wanted to try this out real quick. So you guys can All keep right. talking. Oh. All right. What is the muscle chug? Can you explain it real quick, Gord? Oh, he's got a beer again. Okay. Well, of course he does. <laughs> he's gay yeah. and it's it's 11 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> oh, he's doing it. <laughs> okay. The, okay. No explanation needed anymore, Gord. <laughs> K-Funk is currently uh, balancing a beer on his, I guess, his forearm, uh, and he is guzzling an entire beer. This is... <laughs> Gord, how did you decide to do it out of someone's prosthetic leg? <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, my what goodness. a great callback! <laughs> oh, hold on. How do I get out of this? 
There we go. All right, so we were at the celebrity football game it's for the military, and my boy, uh, War Rhino, who's a Purple Heart recipient, is out of his mind. And he's getting me so hyped up. And he sees me start doing these muscle chugs. He's like, bro, we got to take it to another level. And I said, well, like, what's another level? He's like, yo, my boy right here, we can use his leg. And I was like, I don't know if this sounds like a good idea. Right. So he asked his friend, obviously their boys, and he's War like, Rhino's dude, I brought your leg. I'm going to, yeah. Yeah. So War Rhino's boy gives us his leg and he pours a whole beer in it like this. And I muscle chug it and it tastes disgusting right. because <laughs> I just drank a whole beer out of his foot. Right. Or leg. You expected so, it to taste good? I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. It tastes like dirty socks. Right. And, oh! But it's okay. Because it got me hyped up, and that's all I needed to go on that field because I was still hungover right. from all the Super Bowl parties. <laughs> so then War Rhino goes, after the first touchdown from Tracy McGrady, grab his leg and run it out here. I'm going to do a muscle chug on the field for celebrity football in front of millions on TV. <laughs> so the, the dude, he, we score, and he goes, yo, you need my leg? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. So he tosses me the leg. I run it into the end zone, give it to War Rhino, and he does a muscle chug, and we all celebrate. I love it. <laughs> and so it's just like, what can you do to up the muscle chug? And we just did it by a prosthetic leg chug. All right. So, Gord, here are the rules of this podcast. You need to go get War Rhino on next week, okay? And also get T-Mac, all right? <laughs> Let's get him. Someone with a name, be ready, because the question's coming. Yeah, you War Rhino. Wait, Gord, Rhino can you get War Rhino on? I mean, can you get him on? For Let's sure. Let's do it. I'm sure we can. And how about T-Mac? I mean, what do you think? I don't have, we'll have to reach out to him via Insta. I don't have his personal number. Via Insta. K-Funk, y'all. We'll figure that out. I yeah. get, I get <laughs> T-Mac. We'll figure it out. K-Funk, where's Patrick Mahomes? You were supposed to get him for this week. That's I right. Actually had, I actually You're stuck with me instead. Sorry, guys. What I happened? someone earlier in the week, but they're on vacation now. But it was uh, compar comparable. Mm. To Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Really? Yep. There's only like three guys comparable. It's like Brady, yep. Rodgers, and yeah. Josh Allen. Well, you were working on Brady, I, weren't another, you? Another week. Uh, Javon Curse is not comparable to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, I'm serious. I'm being serious. I have a team. I have a team act story though. Ooh. Oh, God, please. <laughs> this is great. I love you guys. So my buddy, uh, Mike, Mike Miller. <laughs> I went to college with Mike Miller and he was a, a rookie on the magic. And there was this place in Orlando, him and T-Mac I was living in Orlando. There was a place called uh, the Roxy. It was a club. And every Monday in the middle of the club, they put a boxing ring. Like whose genius idea is this? Everyone's drunk and people would sign up and box each other three rounds. And the winner would get like a free bar tab or something. So we were, we were there just watching and T-Mac's like, looks at Mike. He's like, I'll give you $10,000 if you get in the ring. And Mike's like, no, I ain't getting in the ring. <laughs> so, of course, me and my buddies, are, Let's give me $10,000. I'll get in the damn ring. <laughs> get Mike Miller on, okay? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> did you know Mike Miller when he had a pet monkey? Yes, I did. He, the, the monkey actually used to, we would go to his house, and the monkey, he had a, a, a Great Dane and two Wamriners, and the right. monkey would legit, like, ride the dogs around the house like a jockey. I'm going to hold the picture up to, uh, to the Zoom here, okay? And... Uh, <laughs> I want Mojo to explain himself. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you guys seen this picture? Okay. Here we go. Can you see it? 
Mojo, explain yourself. I believe you're getting a facial and you're doing something to your nipples. Yeah. Um, facials are a little different these days now that I'm engaged. So, uh, Uh, I was out in LA working this week and Gracie's, uh, one of her best friends is like this big time facialist out of LA. There's just way too many jokes here. So I don't know if we're actually going to get through the story before, uh, (laughs) before I just get annihilated here. Pretty much what. (laughs) <laughs> One of her friends is there's just that that's what she said after literally every freaking line I say here is one of the, is like the top facialist in all of L.A. And Grace was going in to see her office and, and hang out. And I just volunteered for next and I got myself a facial it was quite lovely, actually. And then I decided I wanted soft nips, too. So she put stuff on my nips. Where can and I find this photo? You want me it's to already it to expired, you? thankfully. Yeah, please take he it He put over. it on his story. Yeah. His story, I think. Hold on, Yesterday. Chris. I'm, Chris, I'm, I want Chris's uh, on-air reaction here. Hold on a second. Hold on. I'm going to get to Chris. Hold on. I want, I want uh, Chris's on-air reaction. Here you go. It's going to hit your phone in a second. <laughs> can I Can I tell my favorite Gord story instead of talking about uh, facials and stuff? Because right, Listen, like you're the way... I mean, Mojo, you put it on social media. You did it yeah. yourself. You're acting like it's our fault. But yes, please, Mojo. Tell, a story. please tell a story about Gord, please. So Gord's the party guy. This is why I want him part, uh, planning my bachelor party. It was one of my first ever main roster shows in WWE, all right? I just got called up from the minor leagues. So we have a show at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, right? Yeah. So I text Gord like, hey, man. I'm brand new on the main roster. You know, I'm, I'm trying to make an impression. I want to show some of these guys like a really good night partying. Can you set some things up? So he's like, yeah, I got you. Transportation's picking you up after the show. So we walk out of like the little players locker room. Gord has three stretch limos waiting from the casino for the wrestlers, right? Wrestlers, most of them haven't even been on a, like in a limo before. Two of us decide to take the car. So three stretch limos for two people pick us up. The rest meet us up later because they uh, really just didn't know how to prepare themselves for the night ahead. Gord gets the uh, executive (laughs) grand suite at the Mohegan Sun, which is literally, and I'm not exaggerating, three times the size of my house. I mean, this thing, Gord, how how big is this? Like damn near 10,000 square feet for a freaking hotel room? It's something insane. You're exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Back on point. Gord shows up to the wrestling show that night. I get him like 20, 25 tickets. I'm thinking he's bringing like the whole crew, all the boys. He shows up with like three dudes and like 22 chicks. They're front row. They have a whole cheering section. WWE loved every second of it. They assigned two camera guys just to stand by and film them for the show because if you've ever been to a wrestling show, there's not usually 20 hot chicks like grouped together at the shows. These things don't happen. So Gord sets this up. We get back to the suite. There's now 50 chicks lined up and ready. Five of us wrestlers walk in. They're all chanting our names. Everyone's going ham. He arranges for us to go to, um, what's the club at Fox Foxwoods called? Uh, Shrine, right? 
We go to Shrine. He's got the Gronk bus pulled up, maybe even two Barty buses. I can't even remember because there were so many people. These wrestlers have no idea what to do. They bl- they're blacked out within 40 minutes because they got too excited when they saw the chicks in the room and had no idea we were actually going to be leaving it. They thought we were going to stay there. We get to the party. People are just like puking everywhere, dancing. None of the guys have shirts on. They're so uncomfortable that their nips are out in public because they don't act like this. Everyone's getting hammered. Somehow Chris Angel stumbles into the mix. He had the table next to us. So now Chris Angel is doing magic tricks at our table with our bottles. We ran out of ours, so we drank all of Chris Angel's bottles. Chris Angel's chicks leave his table. They come join us. So it's literally like seven dudes, 69 chicks. We're going ham. We're in the DJ booth. My tag partner's probably upside down somewhere dead. We cart him back. Everyone in the bus, we get back to the room. We party. There's maybe 10 minutes of sleep before everyone has to go to the airport and catch their flights. All the wrestlers had week-long hangovers. Uh, It was just the craziest night ever. And uh, it was just kind of another day in the life of G-Money, Jordy Gronkowski. Mojo, that was the longest story. How did it take four months to get that story? Sometimes oh I just goodness. talk and it just happens. It's and by the way, get Chris Angel on, okay? <laughs> Let's go. There we go. Does uh, does Chris or Gord want to uh, inform us on the future of their brother Rob? Feel free if you want to. I mean, <laughs> I don't think he even knows. So you- <laughs> a lot of it has to do with um, I think Mojo's bachelor party as well. Yeah. All right, yeah. So listen, I nominate South uh, Beach. That would be no, I, I don't have to travel far. You still I mean, won't go. You still won't show up. <laughs> it's five yeah, he won't show up. <laughs> we all plan listen, around Stu, and he, he's the only one that won't show for sure. Listen to me. I am good with whatever Gord decides. Okay. <laughs> I am good. Wherever Gord goes, right. I go. How's that sound? Can we talk this out right now? Yeah. I, I, I think we should talk it we should talk it out with Mama G next week. That's what oh, I think. What do you she's think? She's not gonna be there. How about Big G? <laughs> oh. I don't think she's yeah, gonna be what we're doing. Papa G there for sure. I think we should do a session without Mojo and discuss it. Okay. Wow. Yes. What do you guys think? Well, this is what happened. So all the brothers got on a call yesterday. Right. Really? And we discussed <laughs> what we're gonna do. And we wanted really? to let Mojo know today. Of what's going to happen? Okay. What do you want me to talk about it today? Why was I not to- Gord? Gord, I'm like family now, so I'm wondering why was I not on the call? What happened? <laughs> you were invited, you but you no showed again. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it took Chris 17 days to get home from that f-ing trip. Okay, so I'm glad that me and Billy pulled the plug. Job is still missing. <laughs> yeah, job is still missing. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Gord. What are we doing? All right, here we go. All Everyone right, check your calendars. Check your okay. calendar for April 29th. Okay. Let me write this down. April 29th. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, Gordon. I'm busy. Well, that, that's why you're going to put it on the calendar, because I need everyone there. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? This is a team effort, all right? Yep. But we discussed yesterday that we are going to throw the second ever Grand Beach Party times Mojo Rally Master Party. Holy In shit. In Las Vegas at the <laughs> Beach Club. Is it sponsored by Groupon? That's right. April 29th, <laughs> 31st. Grand Beach is combining with Mojo Rally's bachelor party. 
to throw the biggest ever party that anyone's ever seen at the Encore Beast Club in Las Vegas. All right. And you're handling all details, Gord, right? That's all you needed to know. All right. 429. Billy, on your calendar? I just wrote it down right here. Post Mikey A on your calendar. He wrote it down. He actually yeah. wrote it down. He's <laughs> got post-it notes over there. Holy <laughs> crap. Is this for, hey, this is for real. Gronk Beach is back on April 29th. And my Gronk Beach with Mojo Raleigh's bachelor party for the big draft, uh, Super Bowl draft weekend. Or no, Holy draft weekend. Shit. Yeah, what? just draft weekend. The Super Bowl just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still hungover from it. <laughs> Gord, you're my guy. I like you, dude. <laughs> So we're doing Gronk Beach, Las Vegas with Mojo, and it's the draft weekend. It's going to be the oh, biggest weekend ever I, and the biggest party in Vegas that weekend that they've ever seen. I have one very important question. Will Bobby Goons be there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he will be. Dude, you yeah, know that yeah. guy's going to miss this. Okay. All right, good. Uh, we're there. Okay. No, I don't think you guys understand. These Gronk Beach parties get insane. The last time... It was literally monsooning rain, and not one person in there gave a shit at all. Kept partying like it was dry. It was nutty. All right. So, Mojo, you're good with this. Not that you have a choice, but you're good with this? No, this, this is, like, literally best-case scenario. All right, Chris, we good with it? Well, Chris was on the call. Okay, Funk, we good with this? I'm in. <laughs> of course. Someone need to call Jabba. <laughs> Someone let Jabba. Don't worry, Jabba will be there. And, uh... The great thing is we partnered up with the win, so we're going to be able to do a lot of fun things. And we uh, got we got Encore Beach for Friday and Saturday, but Friday we're, we're going to throw Brian Beach with Mojo's bachelor party. Gord, what do we think? A little private jet? What do you think, PJ? Or Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so we got to figure out details on that. They did discuss getting a jet for us. We just got to figure where we want it oh to fly God. out of. Oh my Miami, Miami sounds Miami. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Hartford. Buffalo, New York. Oh no. Never. Josh is gonna be like, guys, I missed the PJ. I got caught up in TSA and all these things. I'll personally pick up Stu from his house and take I'm him. There. Wow. Hey, you're my guy. To the PJ, right? Out of Miami? Correct. All right, good. You can pick me up right here at the studios at the Cleveland there. It's closer. Gord, what are you eating there, man? A little power bar? What's happening there? Dude, you know what? I'm eating a uh, white chocolate fast cookies and cream protein bar. Uh, excellent. <laughs> Sounds healthy. <laughs> and I'm a muscle chugging it down with uh, our new beverage, View Vitamin C, because I'm a very healthy individual. I love it. And I just, by the way, I did this whole shoot from the high school because I was just here designing a new fitness center. I mean, look at you. <laughs> Hey, Gord, you want to take over the promotion on the show? Go ahead. It's usually Mojo's job. But if you want to promote some shit, feel free to do I'm, so. I was about to no, say, don't cut right the here, show baby. before the best part. All right, Mojo, take it away, man. Promote whatever Chris wants, what K-Funk wants, what Gord wants, whatever you want. Go ahead, Mojo. The floor is yours. Oh, well, well Gord's holding up right now. We got to talk about View. Gord, give him the stats real quick on View, and then I'll hype this thing up. Tell him That's about right, what baby. Your first ever premium vitamin C in an aluminum bottle so it's recyclable and reusable Miami Beach product like look at this like you have a sip you have sustainable energy all day all right healthiest beverage in the world in the view bottle let's go baby better than Chris I gotta be honest Chris I say that lovingly okay <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was good for the first time right there <laughs> Mojo anything else yeah I got it I mean dude 
it, we might be talking about Super Jeweler for a while here after this thing. <laughs> I even brought Gracie over here real quick. Because look at, you got to see this thing. Grace, come in here real quick. Look at this thing. Is that oh, crazy wow. or what? Wow. That is second. I want to show them the 69 we put on the ring. Okay. I mean, Grace's <laughs> first appearance on the pod. This is exciting. It. Yeah. There's a 69 right there, right under the ruby. Sorry, right. you can't see it. We mm -hmm. won't focus on the on the ring here but right. super jeweler man came through in a big way made things very lovely for me and my lovely fiance here who doesn't want to come on camera <laughs> check them out the number one online rated jeweler in the world they got things for every price package and it is all quality check them out super jeweler baby all right. How does Grace feel about the uh, Gronk Beach party as your bachelor party? <laughs> oh, gorgeous announcement. This, this is news to me. This <laughs> <laughs> is news here. to Gore that you're getting married. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to talk about this. That's exciting for, for the boys, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, hey, wait, wait. Grace, who's doing the bachelorette party? That's what I want to Oh, yeah. No, she's not having one. She said she oh. didn't want to have one. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Gord's in charge. <laughs> <Yeah>. No! If Gord's in charge, there will be no wedding, which would be Gord's dream situation. <laughs> <laughs> no wedding. Gord just likes to f things up. I love it. <laughs> Gord just likes to party, bro. That's what Gord likes to do. Gord, we love you. I can't wait to meet you on the PJ, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me.